Blog Talk Radio. Father God, let your kingdom come. Sovereign Lord, let your will be done. I trust you more than anyone. Your faithfulness like the rising sun. Spirit, come have your way.
up in the sun. Try to break me, try to pick me up, but I'm your Jesus on my side. But I thought it was nice. But ain't no one was wrong, and then the one who came and laid down his life. And I got lost in the But the enemy can't stop me, cause there's a calling on my life. So when I'm crying, don't last too long. So be gon' step in and make it alright. Only do it, say it would. Fight your battle for you, they gon' wonder how you sleep at night. Only do it, I yes you will. Anybody tell you something different, you know that's a lie. You gon' look back and be so amazed. How it turned out, it's only his grace. Only Welcome to tonight's show. Glad to be here. Glad that Blog Talk is back working again. As you all know, they were having some issues earlier this week, but we are back in action. 
Today is November 8th, 2023. It's 7.08 p.m. Central Standard Time, and you are tuned in to Blog Talk Radio. I am your host tonight, Tanisha. My other host, um, which is Terrence, is out. He's still working, um, but he might join us shortly, but I'm not sure if he's going to be able to make it in time. But I'm glad that you made it in time and that you are here tuned in to hear what the Lord has to say to us tonight um, so that we can fellowship, we can sharpen one another, we can just get direction, guidance, we can be loved on. Very excited to be here, so I'm glad that you're here. So I wanted to talk tonight about the Lord's protection because we've got a lot of stuff going on, right, in the world. <clears throat> and we need to know that we are protected. So let's go to Scripture. One thing that we have that protects us is wisdom. <laughs> and we talk about that in Ecclesiastes 7.12. For wisdom is a protection, even as money is a protection. But the excellent advantage of knowledge is that wisdom shields and preserves the life, the lives of its possessors. Uh, wisdom is so important to have. It is one of the, the things that God uses to protect us. Um, so Terrence is having an issue with one of his managers at work. She was coming against him. She was sabotaging him. And Terrence is uh, the type, he's, he's got a very quiet strength. He, he, he only moves and God tells him to move. Me, I would have, you know, handled it a little bit different. Still very professional, but would have handled it different. But he was like, no, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to move how God tells me to move. And so, um, it came to a head, I want to say, in August, where they had a meeting and, and he expressed some things about how he felt she was moving and and how he wasn't being supported properly and it felt like she was sabotaging him. Um, and, of course, she denied it. But some other instances came up and it was proving itself to be uh, true. So of course we took it to the Lord in prayers. We always do because uh, this woman claimed to be a uh, claims to be a believer too. Um, so he did the right thing by you know confronting her, not even from a manager standpoint, but from just a human standpoint. Like, what are you doing? Type thing. You know, it feels like you're you're trying to come against me. You're sabotaging me, and you're doing all these things. But um, the Lord revealed to Terrence that the, the type of spirit that this woman possessed, which is a Jezebel spirit. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't like to just call any and everything a Jezebel spirit because any and everything is not a Jezebel spirit. There's a Jezebel spirit and there's not. You know, just because somebody's coming against you doesn't make them have a Jezebel spirit. It has distinct characteristics. And when he pointed that out, I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> like it, it started to all make sense. You know, one thing about that spirit, especially when you're encountering it in a work environment, sometimes it's hard to identify um, when it's in a work environment, because, of course, as you might know, or maybe you don't know, it comes off when it, before it's exposed, it comes off as like it's trying to help you. Um, it's very manipulative, very controlling. Um, but when it's in a work environment, you might think that, okay, they're trying to help me because I'm under them or they're controlling because they are, you know, in a position of management or whatever the case may be. So it's easy to mask some of it. Uh, characteristics with the expectation of the job, but it was heightened. Like it was, 
excessive. So I, we saw, we used to always talk about it when we talk about that, like, hmm, like that lady's got some major control issues. But then like other things started to come out, like lies that she would tell was starting to be exposed and that type of thing. And that's something that it does too. It will lie behind your back. But the beauty of God is he exposes things. And again, this is why wisdom is a protection, because when you have wisdom, God will even let you know what's going on without you knowing what's going on. So Terrence was making moves that were countering the things that she was doing, and he didn't even know the things that she was doing at that time. But Terrence ended up having a conversation with her because she recognized Terrence as a man of God, um, because God even used Terrence to prophesy over her a couple of years ago. And the prophecy came to pass very quickly, like I'm saying, like a matter of months. And she recognized uh, his gifting and, and, and recognized that. But even during the course of what was going on um, at the at the job, she had made a comment to Terrence saying, you know, I, I wouldn't come messing with you because, you know, I don't want any trouble with God because I know who you are, you know. But yet she still was doing it. Um, and in a conversation that Terrence had with her, he ended up telling her, that she wasn't going to be there soon. Now, he didn't know how, you know, it could be a promotion, it could be anything. Um, but even when he prayed about it, you know, the Lord's like, don't worry about it, I'm going to take care of it, just keep doing what you're doing. But he did reveal to her, just, you know, sometimes when you when, when you talk to people, you'll start prophesying, you know, and you'll know it. At least I know now when, I'm, when I start prophesying, that's how it was. He was talking to her and then he prophesied that over her. And I want to say that was in August. Well, today they had a meeting and she abruptly left the company and told them that today was her last day. Um, And so again, when you walk in wisdom, wisdom will will protect you. Because when you have a, a, a person who's in charge of you that's coming against you, there's all sorts of recourses that you can take, right? But you have to operate in wisdom. First thing that's wise is to take it to God in prayer. That's wise. Don't take it to your mom, right? Don't take it to your best friend. Don't even take it to HR. Take it to God in prayer and say, what do I need to do to, to deal with the situation? And he, of course, he told Terrence, don't worry about it. You know, I'm taking care of it. And then again, in the course of a conversation he had with her, he knew she wasn't going to be there very long. We just didn't know the extent. And we still don't know um, why she abruptly departed the company. But that's a protection because you can, you can be in the quote unquote right and then make a move that leaves you exposed or, you know, make a move that isn't in, in, it's not wise. And when you do unwise things, you leave yourself open. So one of the ways that God protects us is wisdom. And we know that wisdom isn't just freely given, right? Do you know that? Because if you don't, let's talk about wisdom. So if we go to, let me pull up my scripture, Psalm 111.10. I'm always reading out of the Amplified when I start off. Sometimes I go and compare it to other verses, but let's go there. Hold on. I'm in the wrong book. I'm using my app. I said I was going to start using my um, book more and then I still haven't pulled it out. Because it is acting weird. Okay, here we go. Where am I? Okay. Psalms. 
111. So this is how we get wisdom. It says the reverent fear of the Lord is the beginning, the prerequisite, the absolute essential, the alphabet of wisdom. A good understanding and a teachable heart are possessed by all those who do the will of the Lord. His praise endures forever. So let's do a compare and read that in another um, version. Let's read it out of the NIV. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. So in order to receive wisdom, you have to have a fear of the Lord. So everybody don't doesn't just get wisdom. He's not just passing out wisdom to any old body. You have to have a reverential fear of, of the Lord. Reverential fear, not like you're afraid he's going to throw a thunderbolt at you, which he's not going to do, but having a reverence um, of God. And you might say, well, what does that mean? Well, let's look it up because we want to have wisdom, right? So we need to know what's going on so that we can have wisdom. So the reverent means feeling or showing deep and solemn respect. And the synonyms are worshipful, adoring, loving, admiring, devoted, devout, submissive, and humble. So that's how we have a reverential fear of the Lord, right? So worshipful, um, submissive, humble, meek, says even, reverential, Um we have to have that type of fear of the Lord and in order for us to be able to receive wisdom. That's a prerequisite, which means that's something that's required before you can partake. We have to have wisdom. We, a lot of people want money. They want all these things. No, you need wisdom. You need it because wisdom, is, wisdom was there from the beginning of time. Wisdom has always been there. Let's read about wisdom. I didn't know where we was going tonight, but this is the direction that the Lord has taken me. Go to Proverbs. Let's go to Proverbs 4. Let's start with um, verse 5, reading it out of the Amplified. Get skillful and godly wisdom. Acquire understanding. Actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not turn away from her, wisdom. And she will guard and protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is get skillful and godly wisdom. It is preeminent. And with all your acquiring, get understanding, actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation. Prize wisdom, exalt her, and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a garland of grace. She will present you with a crown of beauty and glory. Hear, my son, and accept my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have instructed you in the way of skillful and godly wisdom. I have led you in upright paths. When you walk, your steps will not be impeded, for your path will be clear and open, and when you run, 
You will not stumble. Take hold of instruction. Actively seek it. Grip it firmly and do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not go the way of evil men. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. But there's so many scriptures that talk about wisdom and the importance of wisdom. And so, of course, we know wise people, they make, they, they do smart things. And we, we and they, they, when, usually where there's a person who's wise, right? Like, let's look at the wisest person who's ever lived, Solomon. So with, with, with that wisdom, he also obtained great financial success. Why? Because he was wise. When you're wise, you know how to move. You, you know the, you know what to do without really knowing what to do. Because if wisdom has been there since the beginning of time, wisdom watched everything go down. Wisdom knows everything. Because we as people, we're always seeking masters at something, right? We're always seeking a person who's well-skilled or well-versed in the things that we want to obtain. Why? Because they have the experience. Well, wisdom watched everything go down. Wisdom was there since the beginning of time. So there's nothing that wisdom has not seen, right? So let's go even to, uh, let's start in the beginning of Proverbs. Let's go to Proverbs 1. It says, the Proverbs, truth obscurely expressed, maxims of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know skillful and godly wisdom and instruction, to discern and comprehend the words of understanding and insight, to receive instruction in wise behavior and the discipline of wise thoughtfulness, Righteousness, justice, and integrity, that prudence, good judgment, astute common sense may be given to the naive or inexperienced who are easily misled in knowledge and discernment, intelligent discernment to the youth. The wise will hear and increase their learning, and the person of understanding will acquire wise counsel and the skill to steer his course wisely and lead others to the truth. To understand a proverb and a figure of speech or an enigma with its interpretation and the words of the wise and the riddles that require reflection. And again, here we go about the reverential fear. He says, the reverent fear of the Lord that is worshiping him and regarding him as truly awesome is the beginning and the preeminent part of knowledge, its starting point and its essence. But arrogant fools despise skillful and godly wisdom and instruction and self-discipline. We hear over and over again in the word of God about how we need that, that reverential fear to receive wisdom and knowledge. And in the beginning, we're told what Proverbs, what is Proverbs? What is a proverb, right? It was, that was long and that was a mouthful, but read Proverbs. I remember, and I've told all my children this, you know, when you read your word daily, read, read a proverb a day. Read it. But above all, make sure that you have a reverential fear of God. Ask the Lord to examine your heart. But read a proverb a day. It's, it's, it's meaty, full of wisdom. It is filled. It is, it is wisdom. It is, it is wisdom. And if you have a reverential fear of God, you will understand it. You will unlock the, 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 the hidden things and the riddles. It will make sense because you have wisdom and you will, you will grow in your wisdom. You will grow in, in, in the things that you become wise in reading Proverbs. So I highly recommend it. But 
It also provides protection wisdom. Wisdom provides so much, so much when you're wise. And when you act in, in, in wisdom, when you do wise things, because somebody can have some wisdom and still do some stupid stuff. <laughs> Look at Solomon. His downfall was, was, was he, he had to have all sorts of women. Women from different countries and different faiths and practices. But he was wise and he knew that he shouldn't be unequally yoked. He, he knew he had no business dealing with a woman who had different beliefs than he had. But yet there he was. So don't think just because you're wise you can't do stupid stuff. And people say, oh, there's no such thing as something stupid. That's a lie. Whoever says that isn't wise. There are stupid things. Just like there's stupid questions. I was just telling our littles, our youngest children that, we were talking about that, and I was saying, I know that in school they'll tell you there's no such thing as a stupid question, but that's an absolute lie. There, there are stupid questions. Let's try not to ask them. Let's think before we ask. Because I'm not going to just give my children a bunch of cliches where half of them are rooted in lies. I want my children all to walk in wisdom. But when we have that reverential fear, when you read Proverbs, it makes sense. But don't think just because you have wisdom that you will always make wise decisions. You have to always be examining yourself. You have to always be asking, who are you serving? The word of God says, choose you this day who you will serve. Because you could be serving your emotions. You could be serving your job. You could be serving things that are contrary to the word of God. So you have to always be choosing and always be examining the decisions that you're making. That's wise. Not saying, well, I'm just so wise and great. I can't make bad decisions. That's not wise. Now you're going to get yourself in a whole heap of trouble. That's going to take you out of protection. That wisdom and you operate in it. You will be protected. Solomon knew better and still got caught up with all these different women. That wasn't wise. But yet here he was, the wisest man that ever lived and will ever live. So never be arrogant because being wise teaches you also to be humble. He even talks about that. Having good judgment, astute common sense, <laughs> righteousness, justice, and integrity. So we we gotta we gotta walk in in, in humility. Can't be arrogant. You have to examine the things that you do. Examine the things that you think. Have it all filtered through wisdom, but you need the wisdom. Can you borrow somebody's wisdom? Yeah, which is why it's good to have wise counsel, right? Because if your counsel is wise, your counsel is going to give you, tell you things to do that's out of wisdom. And if you follow it, now you're doing wise things. So it's great that you can borrow somebody else's wisdom, but how much more do you need it? Your wise counsel ain't going to be with you like a second shadow. You have to, you, you're living your life. 
Your wise counsel is not aware of things that's going on unless you or the Lord makes them aware of it to give you counsel. And sometimes people take information to their wise counsel and they give them uh, half stories. They don't tell them the whole truth. So it's important that you possess wisdom too, but you also want to have wise counsel. Don't be telling unwise people, asking them their advice just because they have relational blood. Well, I should be able to ask them, that's my mom. Is your mom a believer? Who does your mom serve? Because that's my mom. She wouldn't stir me wrong. That's a lie. She would absolutely stir you wrong. Would her intentions be to stir you wrong? No. But if she's not being led by the Lord, then she absolutely will stir you wrong. Outcomes aren't based on intentions. They're based on obedience. Just because somebody has good intentions don't mean that they're going to have a good result. I can really have good intentions to feed the world and plant a bunch of cans in the ground, and it's not going to produce because it's not a seed. So does my good intentions now make cans become seed? No. I just did something foolish by planting a bunch of cans in the ground. Hoping to feed the world. But if I had wisdom, I would know that cans don't produce. I need to put seed in the ground. So be very selective about who you're going to to get your counsel. Are they wise? Who do they serve? And just because somebody that cares about you and that you care about them gives you advice doesn't mean you have to take it. You can listen. You don't have to follow it. Because, again, your results are going to be obedience-driven, not intent. Well, I had good intentions. That doesn't mean that you're going to have good results. Let's, 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 let's grow up. That's how children think. So when I was a child, I walked like a child. I talked like a child. But then I became a grown-up and put childish ways behind me. Let's, let's not think like children think. We got to start operating in what's real. We'll start filtering the things that we do in wisdom. I have people close to me that I love that do not serve God. And they will tell me things or, you know, try to guide and stir. But I know what you, I know who you don't serve. So what are you serving? Where is this advice coming from? Where is this guidance What's the root? So didn't know I was going there tonight, but clearly what the Lord is trying to get to into us is we need to operate in wisdom. And we, we need it more than ever now because we just see in all sorts of smoke screens and mirrors in the world around us. All sorts. Meanwhile, there's stuff going on behind the surface that main news they're talking about. It's like Elon Musk is they're about to release that neural link. People are trying to sign up for that neural link chip. And if you don't know about that, I highly suggest you do some research on what's going on. I've talked about it on the show before. And <clears throat> I know that it is the technology that's going to eventually be used for the mark of the beast. So read up on it. What's going on? so that you can have wisdom. 
Don't get blinded by what they're showing you. Holy Spirit bring us into all truth. We can't just be going to the news for information about what's going on in the world around us. What what was people doing before the news? <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff going on around us. Amazon just re- released some healthcare system thing that's $9 a month where you can get virtual visits and all this kind of stuff. And that sounds amazing, right? Yay, now people can pay $9 a month for healthcare. So good, right? It's only for virtual visits, I believe. I have to do a little bit more research. But what's going to see, I, I, it's like I told y'all before, I, I see, I'll hear something and then I'll see the end of it. So I see how it looks to people, but I see what it's going to become. If this thing launches and if this thing takes off and people start dropping their health care to sign up for this Amazon health care that's $9 a month, which is dirt cheap, right? It's like less than people spend a day on coffee if you're coffee drinkers and drink fast food coffee. Even if it's virtual visits, right? I'm pretty sure there'll be ways that if it's something more serious, they said that there's centers too that people can go to, right? Like I said, I got to do some more research. But let's say this thing takes off, which it probably will. What's going to happen to all the other healthcare companies? Well, they're going to go out of business and Amazon's going to control Healthcare, and then when the government buys Amazon and all the other companies, guess what's going to happen to the healthcare system? It's going to be government-based. We talked about this on the show. I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago, where I told you this is where we're going. Every system that's in existence right now is going to become government-based. Every system, including the healthcare system, so that when they do start rolling out these marks, you're not going to be able to go to the doctor or see a doctor without the mark. You're not going to be able to do anything that's linked to a system, which is why God is calling us to get healthy, get healthy, get healthy now. You're not going to be able to buy your your medication without that mark because they're going to control the pharmacies. They're going to control everything. And God is preparing us now as far as, you know, there's some believers that's taken an interest now in herbal medicine and all that kind of stuff and hemopathic and all this stuff. Why? Because there's going to come a time where we're not going to be able to go to the doctors because it's going to be government-based. And unless you, you know, dance to their song, you're, you're not going to be able to be seen. So a lot of people are going to have to really rehaul their health to where they can get off of medications. And I'm not saying take your medications and throw them out and all that kind of stuff. I'm saying seek God and wisdom on getting your body to optimum health. Your health is is literally wealth. Your health is going to be so valuable in these end times. So valuable. Start eating healthy if you don't. Start working out if you don't. Even start just going on a walk a day, 30 minutes. Start strength training. Start, you, you, you got your, your, your heart's a muscle. You got you to gotta move. You can't just be a bump on a log. Drink water, please. For the love of God, drink water. Lots of it. You know, if you've got a soda habit, start breaking that. Get yourself healthy. 
not about, oh, I don't, I don't like the taste of water. I never understood that people say they don't like the taste of water. It's water. It doesn't have a taste. Push comes to shove, you know, jazz it up with some fruit or something. I don't know what to tell you, but start drinking water. It's best to just drink water, like, without any additives. But, again, move in wisdom about your health and what you need to do to get your body in optimum health. We have got to be filtering everything in wisdom because what, what's normal today is not going to be normal in six months. It's not going to be a normal six months after that. Our world is going to rapidly change. Rapidly. And when things happen fast, people make quick decisions. You ever went and bought a car and you had one of those real slummy car salesmen and they're trying to get you to make a quick decision. They don't want you to think. Why? Because when you don't have a lot of time to think, you're going to make a bad decision a lot of times because you, you don't have time to read contracts and do all this other stuff. That's what's going to happen. Things are going to happen quick. Look at when COVID happened. You know, one day your kids are out of school for spring break. The next thing, oh, the schools are closed because COVID. Oh, my gosh, everybody's dropping dead left and right. Oh, my God. It was It was quick. It was quick. One day you can go to the grocery store without a mask. The next day you couldn't. Then they started rolling out those shops quick. Then they started, oh, if you don't have this, show your VAX card. You can't do this, that, and the other. It was quick. People was making quick decisions. In the name of, it makes sense. We we don't have time for that. I'm telling you now, and I'm, I'm going I'm to keep stressing this. Hold on. Parents came in and left my door open. I'm going to keep stressing this. We are coming into a blood over the doorpost season. What do I mean by that? When we look at the plagues of Egypt, right, how they were affecting the Egyptians but not affecting the children of Israel. The children of Israel had didn't have to do anything but exist until the blood over the doorpost, till the final plague, which was the deadliest one, right? When the firstborn of, 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 of the household of Egypt, every firstborn, whether it be an animal or a human, died. And what reason didn't the children of Israel suffer that same fate? Because God gave them the instructions on putting the blood over the doorpost. And he told them if they did that, then when the death angel came, the death angel would avoid their home. So they had to put some skin in the game. This required obedience because if they would not have put the blood over the doorpost, they would have been subject to the same fate that the Egyptians suffered. So it wasn't enough just because who they were. It wasn't like, oh, I'm a child of God. I don't have to worry about the death angel. Nah, you got something you need to do. If that blood ain't over that doorpost, you're going to suffer that same fate, just like you in Egypt, and it ain't even meant for you to suffer it. So we're coming into a season where obedience is going to be our protection. Can't just be making no snap decision. Oh, because it just makes sense. Nah, what did God say? Because a lot of people that did things, even during the, all the COVID stuff that they, that they thought made sense, suffered for it. Some people got really sick off those shots and, and injured from those, those shots. A lot of people in, in my community 
in, in a lot of the news, they're not talking about that, about some of the fates that people suffered as a result, a direct result of those shots, health issues and things like that. Now, little studies are coming out about people stroking out and all that kind of stuff. There's things that are slowly coming out. But do you think those people took that knowing that? No, they, they made a snap decision. They didn't consult the Lord. They just it seemed like the world was going to hell in a handbasket. And if this was something that to prevent them from being sick and ending up, you know, in the hospital and all that kind of stuff. And so they made what made sense decisions and not wise decisions to ask God, what do you want me to do with my body? Because everybody's body is different. Maybe some people could take it and they'd be okay. And some people were not going to be okay. So it's not a one size fits all solution. Even we see that in the word of God, we don't, the, the Bible is filled with people's lives who faced issues, and God did not deal with it the same way with every person. It was individualized based on that person, and, and, and they got victory based on their obedience. When, when David was chased even by Saul, did he sling a rock at him like he did when Goliath? No, he did not. There's no one-size-fits-all solution to things. But there is one method that fits all, which is obedience. What is God telling you to do? Because what he told you to do, he might not have told that other person to do. You guys could both be saved, sanctified, love the Lord, on fire for Christ, dipped in the Holy Spirit, and, and, and he tell you to do two completely different things because he knows all. There's certain food I can't eat because I'm allergic to it, but it's really good for your body. So somebody could say, oh, I'm about to partake in this food because it's going to cleanse my body and all that kind of stuff and have amazing results. I'll do it and die. <laughs> so God wouldn't tell me to do that. So when things start to rapidly change, don't, be, don't, don't feel like you have to make a snap decision. Filter it through, through, through wisdom. Lord, what do, what do you want me to do? COVID first hit, one of our kids was working at a, a fast food restaurant. And uh, the way it was designed, lots of lots of touching of customers, lots of because she had to like take cash and all that kind of stuff from customers, a lot of contact with people, and I was scared. I'm being honest. So I was gonna make her quit her job because it made sense, but I didn't tell her that. I went to the Lord and, and said, Lord, what 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 do we do as a family? What do we do to to protect ourselves? And He said, I'm gonna protect you. I said, well, should I tell her to quit her job? And he said, no. And this is a child who has historically would, would get sick. Like if there was something major going on, something going around, she would catch it every time. She never got sick. Even one time she went out to dinner with her friends and I asked the Lord, is it okay? And he said, yeah. And some of the friends in the group came down with COVID. She never did. My daughter-in-law was working with children and, you know, parents who were nurses and all this kind of stuff, and she never got sick. None of us did because we moved in wisdom. We didn't move in fear of what made sense. It's almost like COVID was a test run for what we're coming into. But things are going to rapidly change, and I'm telling you now, 
do what God tells you to do. Don't do what makes sense or what your family's pressuring you to do or what the news tells you to do. What is God telling you to do? And don't think just because he's telling you to do one thing and tell somebody else to do something different that that's not him telling you that or that you got to just follow what somebody else is doing. The method is obedience. That's it. That's all. Just be obedient. Let's do a collective prayer and then uh, let's start praying over y'all. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for an opportunity to come together. I thank you, Lord, for getting blog talk together so that we can have our show tonight. Lord, bless your people. Give us wisdom, Lord, but most of all, make sure that we have a reverential fear. Examine our hearts, Lord. Examine our hearts and show any of us who don't have a reverential fear that we don't and how we can get to that point because we need wisdom, Father God. We need wisdom and we need ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. Your word says, he who hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. And we, we want to always be in tune to what you are saying, Father God, through your Holy Spirit. We want to make God moves, not good moves. God moves. We want to walk in obedience, Father God, at, at all times, in every situation, not just a little bit here and a little bit there. No, we want to acknowledge you in all of our ways, all of them so that we can have protection, so that we can have peace, so that we can have all of the things that wisdom brings along with it. It's like a package deal. We want to fully partake in it. So, Lord, have me to decrease and you increase. Give your people what they need, Father God. Give them the peace that they need to know that you you love them, that you protect them, that you're guiding them, that that they're getting better and better. They're going from glory to glory, that their steps are ordered by you, Lord. They don't have anything to worry about, that you take care of, you've taken care of it all. When you say it is finished, that was everything that they've ever faced and will ever face. So help us as a whole, as a body of Christ, to trust you, to really trust you. And if we're struggling with trust, help us to, to, to grow in that area, to, to get to know you. Because the more we know you, the more we love you, the more we trust you. So help us in that area, Father God. And Lord, just give us what we need. Give us what we need. We thank you that you are God who supplies all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Um, So Lord, we just love and honor you and we pray everything in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. Let me get my notepad together. Just finished the collective prayer. We're right about to start praying over callers. Terrence just joined us right on time. Look at God. <laughs> All right. Start with two, five, one. Three, four, two. Who are we speaking with? Hi, Tanisha. Hi, Terrence. It's <laughs> Latrice in Mobile, Alabama. Hey, Latrice, how are you tonight? It is well in spite of. Hey, Latrice. And you guys? 
Great. Go, God. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. We're, doing, we're doing amazing. It's good to hear you. Uh, <laughs> it is well. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That's 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 that that is definitely a word. Hold on, I got something for you, Latrice. Let me what you got? What you got? Let me pull it up. Thank you. Oh, for all you done for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'm hearing the word thank, thank you, the phrase thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Won't he do it? First Thessalonians five is five eighteen. Come on, thing. It's moving slow. All right, it says in every in everything give thanks. For this, for this is the will of God, Christ concerning you. <laughs> Give thanks. Wow. Amen. Give thanks in everything. Give thanks. Give yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, Lord, we thank you for Latrice tonight. Lord, we just thank you for the the, the miraculous, the miracles. We thank you for the the season of of the miraculous, and in, in in the season of of having the thank you available, being being able to understand who you need to thank, and yes, understanding that, that you you need to be thankful. Understanding the posture of thankfulness because you 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 understand whose you are, who you serve, and what He has done. When when we truly know what God has done, we we give Him glory. We 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 honor Him. We adore Him because we know the depths and we know the. To the magnitude of the sacrifice that he made so that we can have an opportunity to spend eternity with him, to bring us back into right standings from our error. Not 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 any error of his, but for our error, he made it possible. And so. The, the the depths of the thankfulness in, in this season of your life, Latrice, unknowing what what it really means to be in everything, give thanks because because a lot of a lot of people think about circumstances that that come and just have what we consider unfortunate outcomes, right? Uh, we look at accidents, you know, people. Uh, Fatalities, you know, happen and in car accidents, uh, shootings, you know, people, we got people running around shooting up schools, they, in in department stores, shooting and killing people, and so people are dying around us all the time, 
and the enemy is 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 utilizing people. People are submitting to the will of the enemy to go do their particular work. Uh, but then you have these accidents that happen. You know, us driving these cars and and different things and fatalities are, are just happening all around us. And a man, one one that does not know who God is, or does not understand what what He has done and what He's made possible, could not find ways to give thanks in situations such as those. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says for us to give thanks in everything, in everything, give thanks, give thanks. So all these situations that's going around, Lord, I thank you. You know that that you saw fit for me not to be there. Mm-hmm. You, you saw fit for when I was driving down the streets today, you know, I I I, I didn't occur an accident that 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 them sting those particular results. You know, I'm, I'm thankful. And when you're looking at those those, those situations, me, me and my wife talks about it often about we look at the tragedy and how the world talks about the tragedies that, that have happened. But the most tragic thing that could ever happen is you leaving this earth without accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Come on, man. Come that, on. That, that's, that's, the most, that's the most tragic thing anybody could do to live a life that was given to you and you leave here. Not turning that life back over to the one that gave it to you. Now that's tragic. So yeah, and yeah, we we see the you know the 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 stories, the shootings, and our hearts go, our prayers go out for the families and and, and different things. But but I I often wonder. I, I be like, man, I, I hope that they knew Jesus. All those that, that have died, I hope they knew Jesus. Because we can't control like the sporadic behavior of the enemy because he has access here in this world too. We're covered in the blood. But Jesus gave his life for our souls, right? To 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 secure our salvation, to be with him for eternity. You know, these bodies gonna go back to the dirt. So just so happened if you are out at the grocery market today and somebody decides to go up in there and, and, and shoot it up and you did, was a, you were a recipient of one of those bullets. Precious in the sight of the Lord, the death of his saints. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to, see, I got to, I got to, I got to see it the way the scripture sees it. I got to see it the way God sees it and what God is talking about here. We are we are trying to preserve an unpreservable place. We're trying to preserve a life a life in which the the Lord tells us that we're passing through. We're we're, we're trying to make something that happened that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So if our beliefs are not lined up with God, yes, we'll be dealing with anxieties. Yes, we'll be dealing with frustrations and, and worries and high blood pressure and all these type of things because we ain't put our faith on the line. We're still holding on to it. You got to be sold out for the word for the word of God. You got to be sold out for, 
for for Christ because he gave his all for us. Think about him being on the cross. Think about this, Latrice. He he sold out right there on the cross. He gave it all up. He 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 bore the burdens, took on every sin of this world. Anything that could possibly happen to man under this sun, under heaven, anything that can happen to us on any level, I don't care what level of trauma that anybody has could, could deal with or has dealt with or is dealing with, Jesus gave his life for it. He is the answer to it. That he is, you can overcome it. Whatever it is, you can overcome it because he has already overcome the world. So anything that that you can experience in this world, Jesus has already overcome it. So therefore, when we trust the Holy Spirit, you too have overcome. Why? Because we've been led by the Spirit. We've been led by the one that knows all. And in that, he says right here, First Thessalonians five eighteen. In everything, give what thanks. Thank For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So this is the will of God. This is God's will for you to give him thanks. Quit trying to think about everything to complain about. Quit trying to think about everything to worry about and to focus on that's not of him. Give God thanks. Because the more you thank him, the more you thank him, the more you're going to see him. The more you're going to believe, the more you're going to stand on it because you're you're reaffirming what you believe. Lord, I thank you. The thank you has like you, you have to have your own personalized thank you. You got to brand your thank you. Because can't nobody say thank you like Terrence Shelton. I promise you that. Hey, come on now. My thank you is important. You can't take it from me. It's branded to me. When the Lord hears mine, he knows my name. He, he, he hears my cry. Because yeah. my is personal. It's personal. And in this season, God God is showing you how important the thank you is. Just, just start thanking him. You know, yeah. so often we get down on our knees, man, and we be praying, God, Lord, I need, Lord, I want, Lord. Save this person. Save that person. Heal this. Heal that. Lord, I thank you. Because it, 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 it's not a matter of if God can. It's just uh-huh. all the like, like that that stuff is done. That stuff is done. Ooh. Lord, I thank, I thank you for for healing so and so. Put the thank you first. <laughs> Lord, I thank Come you on. for clearing up this matter over here that I'm dealing with. I I I, I had an issue with, with, with one of my superiors. Situation with with, 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 with one of my superior superiors. <laughs> And the Lord had given me a word to to give her um, about promotion that happened. And but it was some things that she had to do that she didn't do. And 
you have a time frame. Because the first thing first was to leave me alone. That was the first assignment. Just leave. Don't, don't ever put your mouth on the man of God. Don't ever put yourself in a position to where you think your position in a worldly company trumps the position that God puts you in. This woman hired me. <laughs> God told me to get let her know she's going to get promoted and to do certain things. Let her know who I am. And then come along. A few months ago, Lord told me to tell her, you ain't going to be here long. You finna get ready to change. You finna go. Like some things finna you're not finna be in this position. That's that was the word. You're not gonna be in this position. And today we're on a meeting and what they say, what's the phrase? Low and behold. <laughs> today he's announcing today is my last day. All of the, after what we say out the blue. Abruptly. Abruptly. Today is her last day. Her last day. But what it did for me, it made me Lord say, Lord, I thank you. Yes, it's sir. not that that, that I, I I wish harm to come to anybody. Not that I'm even looking at it as a bad thing for that particular person, mm-hmm. because it's not always bad. It's just about you knowing what God said to be true, and God was reaffirming to me and letting me know that that I'm on track with what he says and that I can stand on what he says, believe what he says, and watch it come to pass. Every time. Every time. Every time. And so for for me this was an example. You know, this 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 was was something that, that, that I needed. For where God is taking me next. For for, for what's next. So yes, Lord, I thank you in everything. Because uh, there are layoffs going on. There's all sorts of stuff going on. But I am where God tells me to be doing what God wants me to be doing. And he's my source because that's where my thank you lies. That's where my trust That's where my loyalty lies with the Lord. That's who my Lord is with, with him. But he says in all things, <laughs> give thanks. Amen. But this is the will of God. This is God's will for us to do it in Christ Jesus concerning you. And so, Lord, I just thank you for Latrice. I thank you for you being concerned about her and, 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 yes. and her stamping, stamping her thank you, molding her yes. thank you, branding her yes. thank you. To where her, her, when, when, when her thank you is heard, <laughs> immediate, immediate blessings are, 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 are shown. Miracles, miracles happen because it, it's a strengthening of, of, of the faith. It's a, it's a, a, it's a boast in the Lord. It's a boast in Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about your God. It Talk about is your God. Well. 
Talk about your God. And thank you, Lord, for the, for the, for the strength that, 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 that you're giving her uh, in, in, in this, this, this stretch of her life, in this stretch of her life, the, the strength that she needs, that, 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 that second wind that's needed mm-hmm. to keep pushing. Not looking at not looking at certain circumstances, not looking at, at at things that could seem to be problematic, but recognizing things that could be problematic and putting them in their place to where they don't be problematic. Yes, sir. <laughs> because a lot of times we see things and then we call those things we, we give those things access in our lives. Mhm. Case in point. When Jesus told the disciples, let's go to the other side, and they hopped on their boat to yeah. go across that, 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 that lake. Now, the word was, we going. Mm-hmm. But Jesus said, we going to this other side, and the disciples were in agreement. Yes, Lord, we are. So what Jesus said was going to happen. That settles it. But here Lord they go. Blank. Yeah, here they go. Instead of staying on course and focusing on what God himself was saying. And what God has said, they begin to not only see the rain, the waves, and feel the wind, but they also paid attention to it and gave it access. They gave it a command. They gave Mm -hmm. it authority in their lives because they began to not only see it, but also begin to see and claim what they said it was going to do in their course. On their course, what it was going to do to them. Lord, doesn't thou care that we perish? They were thinking they was going to die because of a storm. And so now you open it up and claiming this storm to come in and take you out. But Jesus said, man, look, peace be still. Get your mind still. Get your head still. Your eyes may wonder, but your head better be still. Because, yeah, you're going to see some things, but you better be able to see those things and recognize those things and not allow those things that you see to trick your mind. Mm-hmm. Your mind should be stayed on me, and I will keep you in perfect peace. Perfect. That's why Jesus said, peace be still. Because when, when you're focused on him, it, there's peace. There's peace when your mind is on Jesus. Mm-hmm. There is peace. He is the Prince of Peace. And in your thank yeah. you, thank you confirms peace. I don't care what's going on in my life. I got to thank you. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jesus. If you don't have a thank you in you, ain't no God in you. I know that's right. <laughs>
You got me preaching, but I'm I'm a going on. Come on, Brett. Hey, we can pass the collection plate. Uh, I just I just feel it strong. I, I was listening to Tadisha, some of the show earlier, and uh, the point she she was hitting on, especially uh, you know, really concerning that 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 wisdom and and and, and having wisdom. Having a wise mind would tell you, I need Jesus. That's wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's just like you said, you, you can have the knowledge of wisdom, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to act on that wisdom. It's wise Come to on. choose Jesus. Come on, somebody. That's the wisest decision that any man will ever make from the beginning to the end was to choose Jesus. He said, choose this day who you're going to serve. Serve me. Wow, we got to reciprocate what he did. Jesus is the chief servant. He showed up in the flesh and he served. He served us the way out. He served us the whole blueprint to life, the keys. He gave us the keys. And we have it. But we don't walk in wisdom. Because we ain't found out thank you. We don't think we got nothing to thank God for. Ooh, Jesus. We 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 can't find out thank you. We too we too busy making moves, making money. We too busy uh trying to uh make friends. We too busy looking for companions, husbands and wives. We too busy trying to control our children's lives. We 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 too busy trying trying to control our friends' lives. And we we, we too busy lost in our own lives. You can't find your thank you. But I encourage everybody that's listening tonight, find your thank you. Amen. That's the wise decision. Find your thank you. Amen. Make your thank you personal. Yes, sir. That's what I got for you, the tree, that your thank you is personal and God is hearing you. Hey, <laughs> come on now. Not only has he heard you, he's hearing you because it ain't shocked. Yes, God. Because he's a current God. Yes, He's alive. God. He says he's the God of the living. <laughs> Not the dead, so he tells me he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Come on, they ain't dead. We're going to have five. We're going to have five each other. I got to see my brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got to see my brothers. Yes, sir. But how do I know this? Because I I, I trust the word of God. You got to trust it. Everybody's trusting something, mm-hmm. whether they want to believe that or not. Because you know, Satan really, real, really will have you confused around here, thinking that you ain't trusting nothing, and that there is no God. And he really have you confused and have you lying through your teeth, and and, and you know he had you looking in the mirror, lying to yourself. If you let him, yeah. if you let him. Thank you, Lord, 
for 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 the seal, the seal, the seal of of come of on, the, man. the 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 guarantees uh, that, that 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 your blood possesses the power, that your blood covers, that your blood protects, that your blood made the way. Mm-hmm. Lord, we just thank you for sacrificing yourself for us. And all these things in here in this earth will be added to us. Look, that's your word mm-hmm. says that we seek you first. Hallelujah, God. We're seeking you first. We want you to be first in our lives. Mm-hmm. We 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 shut the enemy's mouth in our minds. Come on. Constantly trying to talk and confuse. So somebody don't don't understand or uh, uh, how the enemy speaks or can't understand his voice. Shut him up right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, God. Hear the voice of the Lord right now. The one that's telling you, that's me. That's (laughs) the voice. Train your ear to hear that voice. The voice that told you to call in, that's that voice. Mm -hmm. The one that's telling you right now, that's that voice. That's real. That's real. That's me. That's him. Trust that voice and find your thank you. That's all I got, Latrice. Man, we supposed to be. past the collection plate. You done preached. I'm sorry. Good word, Terrence. <laughs> I think that was for a lot of folks tonight. Because it was definitely. Had so many similar instances. I was on the way to school, and God told me to give a director of nursing a word. And I was like, well, Lord, have mercy. Mm. And I gave her a word at 8. 30, that she didn't have to do this. She could do this and do that. By 345, she was demoted. What? I was like, Jesus. Wow. I didn't particularly ever really talk to her. Uh, Actually, when I see it coming, I try and go the other way. But uh, now I'm like, oh, Lord. But uh, I told her that this is the perfect opportunity to get it lined up. You you can get lined up, Mm -hmm. spend time with your family, get back in the church, you know, the place you, you left, get back and watch God move. The pe- I mean, it's not going to work. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's just catapulting you into your destiny. There's so much greatness in you, but if you get out of your way, it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, every day I go through, I went two weeks ago, I was in the hospital, and they gave this man, uh, well, he probably won't make it through the night, or he definitely shouldn't be here by tomorrow. And I go in there, I was like, hey, Mr. So-and-so. He's about set up, yeah. 
And don't I know you? I say, well, you don't know me in the natural, but you know me in the spirit. Uh And his wife asked me, how is it you come in this room? This man has been here since Sunday, barely moved, and every time you speak, he's trying to do it. Yeah, yeah. So his daughter came from Texas. And his wife kept saying, well, I hope she makes it before you know he dies. And I was like, well, ma'am, you know, I'm going to speak life. And I'm (laughs) going to believe that she's going to be here to visit with her father again. That's been two weeks ago. The lady said, oh, my God, you're a believer. Can I have your name and number? The man's still living. I say, God has the final say so. Absolutely. Man, man ain't got nothing to do with it. It's just, I I go and I speak life to these people, and they are just waiting for somebody to come in. Wow. And I had an incident Monday, uh, you know, go follow a nurse. There were eight nurses in this area. It wasn't big as my house. And one, I introduced myself, and one of them responded. So uh, they were like, you know, let the student do this, let the student. So the doctor came. He said, hey, follow me. I can teach you something other than how to make up a bed. Couldn't answer the questions on the review. So I told my teacher, I said, well, you know, I really didn't have one patient. I followed the doctor. And uh, I said, he taught me so much. He told me where you should have, you were supposed to be with a nurse. And I'm like, so uh, you want me to turn the doctor down? You want me to tell the doctor that I, no, I I need to stay with this nurse. (laughs) I I told her, okay. Right. And, you know, she's trying to make it difficult. She won't let me be who I am. Right. She doesn't want me to be great. So I I keep saying, okay, okay. But today Mm -hmm. we had a a company come in to uh, speak with us and stuff. So a former clinical instructor, I saw somebody kept waving. I was like, Lord, you know, I'm like, do I know this woman? Is she waving to me? So I look around, and I'm like, well, I am up against a brick wall. So <laughs> so I go down there, and it was a former clinical instructor. And she grabbed me. I hadn't seen her, and we talked. And uh, the company, so the girl where I'm doing preceptorship, she's like, well, if you live in Mobile, let me talk to you. I was like, uh, Taylor, honey, I just talked to you Monday. <laughs> So the clinical instructor, she was like, well, I will, uh, I'll be a reference. She can use, you can use my name. And I was like, God, now everything that one woman was trying to do and trying to, you know, it didn't even pan out because look Mm -hmm. at God. He had something better all the time. Absolutely. So the lady whispered a figure in my ear, and I'm like, glory to your name, God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, as a new 
nurse right. is about to be unheard of. And uh, I was like, wow. Yeah. And uh, then I figured that um, about this true living God, mm-hmm. there's some trust in the chariots and some in the horses, but I choose to believe in the name of the Lord, the true and living God. Absolutely. And I remember Pastor Horn. She mm-hmm. told me some things that ring true. She said, God is going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. And I said, if he is going to blow my mind, I'm going to let him. (laughs) Every time, every time I turn around, he's doing it. Absolutely. I mean, he is just bad to the bone. It takes me an hour and 45 minutes to drive one way to school. Mm -hmm. Have never been late. And I'm like, okay, but I praise my way up there, praise my way back every day. Mm-hmm. And and that's all I have is a thank you. Because as the old folks, if I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't tell them thank you enough. Mm-hmm. It is just things that he has done for me. And how he has, with the enemy meant for evil, he has turned it and worked it for my good in spite of. And he is just bad to the bone. (laughs) Nobody can do me like Jesus. (laughs) Amen. So you can preach, Terrence, and just make (laughs) my soul happy. And I do rejoice in the true and living God. Absolutely. Mm, 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 mm. It is well. That was a word. I appreciate that. Wow. Yes, sir. Appreciate like, that. I know I know somebody needs to hear that. Mm-hmm. You know, 'cause what 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 it shows is just you just like like one thing you said, uh how some people don't allow you to want you to be who you are. They really try to Yeah, wanna make me be something there. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Lord Jesus. Yeah. And and it's you know, it's like how when Jesus walked up on Legion, right? Jesus I, I told somebody that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know, they get answered, so it's like God be showing you what it is. Mm-hmm. The and whole time. The whole time. He shows you what it is. Because if we look at the spirit first, oh yeah. Everything else makes sense. Oh yeah. Every everything else, ah, ah that's okay, that's why. told me one day to basically kill hope. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, you, 
you you kind of too positive. You kind of think everything gonna work out and this, that, and other. And I'm like, I mean, but it does. It matters what you believe. Right. Like it, everything does work out for me. Like like I, there, there haven't been a situation that that hasn't worked out mm-hmm. for me. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, it's working it, for my good inside it, of me. Worked out for me. There have been things that I claim I wanted for myself and things that I wanted to do and this, that, and another, but everything still worked out for me. Oh, yeah. It it worked out for my good. Yes. Because a lot of the stuff that I chose put me in some situations, man. The Lord got to come in and fix this and take this and do this. Be a mindful of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, come when, on, Jesus. If, if you try to tell me to not to 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 lose hope, if 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 you try to tell me to go against what my father is telling me to do, then you the pro. I know I'm not the problem. Period. Because I know, I know that's right. I know who I'm serving, so I already know what the problem is. And now that you've presented yourself as a problem, now my father's gonna handle that problem. And I be trying to, to 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 not make it that because with you he he deals with you totally different than the way I do. And mm-hmm. I So, so I, now I, the answer is I know yeah. a man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, the priest this says that, but I know a man. Come on, people need to know. I me. don't care what you say, cause I know a man. Absolutely. We so need now they just look and shake their head, cause I know a man. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus is important. And Very. it is well. Even got my nine-year-old grandson. I say, well, Kobe, how did it go? Well, Granny Trees, I did so and so and so and so, but God, <laughs> <laughs> got to train them up. <laughs> it's I say, Kobe, such and such, ain't that what you say, Granny? But God, it's serious too. That's good. Yeah, it's it's good. Good. I know a man. And he did bad to the bone. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Got an attitude of gratitude. And it is well. It is. It is. With my soul. With my soul. Wow, this has been great. Wow. I'm not telling you off the phone. They're going to get you. I can't help it now. But it is well mm-hmm. in yes. spite of. It is. Yes, sir. Who wouldn't serve a God uh, like this? Yeah, I'm going to do it because we just have to flow the way the Lord has us flowing. And I already know God has given everybody exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. Hey, I believe uh, with you. More of what we need. I believe not, not, not with you. Want, but what we need, what we need, and I, I see uh, 
during during this season, God really taking the training wheels off of us as believers. A lot of yes, us sir. have been 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 you know using you know others as crutches, you, using our wise counsel as 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 crutches. And when you use your wise counsel, sometimes you end up putting the wise counsel in the place where God needs to be. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on. Because you are putting your trust in that man to hear from God. Longer God has been on, he didn't say he's going to hear. Longer God says it. But you got to hear from God yourself. We're in the time that you get to trust God word for yourself. Amen. With the spirit reveals you in your spirit, you have to trust that. And God will always, always build your confidence. Trust me. But we have to we have to let it go. We have to let 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 our crutches go during this season. And I really sense that 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 happening. The body of Christ is growing. The body of Christ is is, is growing up. We're growing up in in this time, and we're we're taking our oh, our right uh, in the kingdom to do to do the work of the Lord. And uh, Lord, we just thank you for for every listener tonight. We thank you for everybody that had a hand up in the queue. Uh, Lord, uh, everybody. Um, under the sound of my voice tonight, Father God, I, I I pray that before they sleep tonight, before they sleep tonight, before they go to bed tonight, that that you reveal you reveal to them that you reveal to them what 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 you've shown me, what you what you've shown me, how how you're going to bless the body of Christ, how how you've shown what you've shown me for those that stand out and stand up. Reveal to them. Reveal to them what you've shown me mm-hmm. in 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 Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you all. Thank you, Latrice. This has been a blessing Thank as you, always. Terrence. Thank you, Tanisha. Welcome. Thank you. God bless y'all. Uh we're gonna clear it up so Randy can get on. We gotta be obedient. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we I got a, I got an announcement. We'll make it next week. I just let everybody know this. Oh week. Lord, I didn't take your yeah. announcement. Uh uh-uh. no 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 no. It ain't. I wasn't gonna tell it tonight. I'm just. It, it, next week will be fine. And next week will be fine. So. <laughs> that's oh, it's it's no rush. Everybody get their change. <laughs> it's gonna be mm-hmm. everybody. Trust me. But yeah. Oh, that's, I that's, go God. Absolutely, absolutely, great things, and we uh thank God for for PGN, of course. We thank all y'all for being a part of this ministry, and God bless y'all. We're gonna clear it up for Randy. We love y'all, and good night. Love you too. Have a good night. You too. Bye bye.